Bigger question, what do you think about my new mic stand? Check it out. What do you think? It just looks like a lamp. I don't know why you're, like, it really just looks like, I mean, I, I don't, I think it looks cool, but I, I hope you spend a ton of money on it so you feel embarrassed. No, because I didn't. Especially. There's not much different. Like, the, the mic already comes with a pretty nice stand. No, but now there's, no, it takes up less So you unhooked it desk. from this nice little rotating? Yeah, but it's. You have to buy a whole new mic just for that stand. I mean, now I want to buy a whole new mic so I can have one that's on a base and one that's not. But in the meantime, but also now anything, if so I... So now you can go like, now here's, like, let's hear from you and move it and just move it back to yourself because it's you who's talking. Right, but if we have a guest, for example, who's sitting in studio, then you have one of these. But also th it doesn't wobble or anything when I'm like moving around the... Well, it seems like it'd wobble more now because it's like hanging <laughs> over you. Also, you're like, look, guest, you have this very personalized, beautiful, hanging microphone where you have to sit on this shitty stool. <laughs> so, maybe just buy a nice chair for your Does guests. my voice sound better though now? No. of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where I get together with my sisters, and we invite you to join our family for an hour. I am joined by my sisters, Becky and Lily. Becky is in California. Becky, how are you? How am I? Wow, I didn't even really prepare for that. Um, I'm doing... For a change, really Lily, right? For Has, a change. Uh, I didn't prepare <laughs> for the question. I just... She, like, she I don't, didn't... Not like, is that to the point where she doesn't even prepare for how are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's asking you for recommendations or shout outs or like to remember what of movie you're which so I have. I don't know how you are. It's a yes or no answer. Good this, or bad. I have both this week. I have shout outs and recommendations. You know, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's a sunny day, finally. Feeling good. You know, I had one of those mornings. Prepared when she just tells you the weather. No, yeah. I had one of those mornings where. Also, it's the weather in California. When is it not sunny and good? Sunny no, it was rainy for a while. Um, so no, no, I had one of those mornings where I woke up naturally, as opposed to waking up to the cries of my child. And even though, like, I got up ten minutes later than we normally have been getting up with her, it was that natural wake up where I just feel like. I'm on top of the world today. Like I, like I got a proper night's sleep because I woke up naturally. So that feels like a bit of a gift. So I'm doing well. Okay, cool. Lily, you're in the Canary Islands. How yeah, are you? I'm in the Canary Islands. Sometimes it doesn't matter whether you're in the Canary Islands or not. Life is still like you know work, crazy stress. I just want to like confirm that to people. You know, it's like people who are because you go rich. on a lot of vacations. True, but you know how like people who are super rich, they still have problems, right? They're just like us. <laughs> people people who we don't want to know about. islands still, still um, get bronchitis. They still get bronchitis <laughs> twice in a month. Mom, by and the way, told crazy work stress. everybody at the funeral that we were at, which I I'll talk about in a moment, that you had pneumonia. She told everybody. Yeah. She's got bronchitis and pneumonia, which I kind of think you do too. So I, I mean, let's just doctor. hedge our bets. We'll just hedge our bets and assume Wait, she's gonna pneumonia. I just wanna, I just wanna make a brief uh, statement here. So I would like to paint a picture. I'm doing great now, but on Saturday I had one of the hardest. It's the hardest work day for us also, of the year. 
you're welcome for me not having a lot to say about the state of how I am. That way there's more room for you to tell very detailed stories. So I'm not, I I planned this out. I was like, when Shai asked me how I am, I have something to say. So that's why. My life is just not as thrilling as yours. Could be, could be. So we're retiling our bathroom. That's how I am. Okay. No, those are the kind of things that, that you don't need to share. It's okay. Right. (laughs) I have this massive work event that like, you know, of course you guys know how hard it's been and like how much work we put into it. It's this huge, like 600 person event that we run every year. Big, like martial. I've talked about this on the podcast last year, probably. Um, It's like the last scene in Karate Kid, except we just do it here in the Canary Islands. And with with more, and with more churros con chocolate. Right. And just with Spaniards. You guys serve churros at the event? Do you have like a churro cart? There, you know, we don't have a churro cart, but this year we did have like a cafe, and they probably did have churros, but I didn't get the menu. I feel like Becky. I feel like Becky of Lily is selling a martial arts open in the Canary Islands, and there, there is should be a no churro, cart. churro cart, or at the very least, least, just like a ham leg that people are are just walking around and like of? just shaving off for the people in the audience, like the way they do cones of popcorn you know, right. let's the... see if we can get some good churros when we're in la i'm gonna google that all right lily continue i'm thinking you guys should just start your own podcast called the churro <laughs> and i'll listen to that and i'll Careful check in you guys i love a good podcast <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you wish you were. anyway so if you would let me finish talking um ironic isn't it um, Oops, sorry, I snorted. So yeah, That's really funny. Also, because of this new Skype feature, Shai, every time you move, move your blurry, it's like you don't give yourself permission to be on I your own to give video. Like a description of what's going on with your cameras today. There's this new Mac oh. feature that's making everything outside the center of the frame extremely, extremely blurry. So every time Shy or Lily moves, they just get blurred out, and I can't see them. It's very um, yeah, it looks like we don't have like the copyright permission or whatever, or the branding permission. No, we don't have release form for your faces, so we right. just keep blurring them. Exactly. So, anyways, so I'm at this event on uh, working my ass off, but also sick. So that's like extra nightmarish to have to be, you know, running a huge event, wanting to like crawl into bed and die. And my dear brother, about, like, halfway through the morning, he's texting me, like, how you doing, whatever. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just in the thick of it. I'm just really stressed. Can't really text right now. And he's like, I'm sending you something. It'll pump you up. (laughs) So he sends me something. I kind of, like, see it on the WhatsApp for a sec. And he's like, no, you got to look at it now. It'll, like, absolutely pump you up. And I'm like, I can't be looking at my phone right now. Like, I'm nonstop work. And he texts me again. He's like, you, it'll just watch half of it. Just it'll just make you so worth it. Like it'll really pump you. Oh, fine. So like I find like a quiet place to go sit for a second because I have to be able to hear it. And there's so much noise in the like sports pavilion. And I'm like, oh, I hope. I'm like, obviously it's gonna be a Coach Taylor like clear eyes, full hearts. Maybe it's the speech he gives like to Vince or the speech that he gives at the end of the show. And I'm like, this is what I need right now to get through the day. And I open up the video. And to my confusion, it's fucking Randy Macho Man Savage <laughs> giving, like, an absurd, possibly, like, worrisome, like, he's having a stroke, like, blurby, like, ridiculous 
uh, rant to a fake reporter in the 80s <laughs> about he, how he's the cream of the crop and he takes out these like tiny little cream packs like you get on an airplane and he keeps taking them out and like throwing them and they keep coming out of nowhere so basically he sent me a head. magic trick with a, a very like pumped up non-steroids man in a very tight tank top I don't even and understand like, this description. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't understand this description because it makes no sense. And I was like, I don't see Coach Taylor anyway. What is this? And I start watching it and I was like, I am now pissed that I have wasted 10 minutes of my valuable time on this stupid fucking video. And I was like, didn't even respond. He was like, did not motivate me at all. Now super annoyed at you. First of all, so, that is Randy Macho Man Savage's classic cream of the crop promo speech. That. Is that a thing? Is that a thing that people who watch the WWE <laughs> know about? I don't know. Is that clear eyes, full hearts can't lose speech to wrestlers? I think so. But it does involve this giant man taking tiny little creamer packets and like putting them on his head and what? squeezing them and exploding them. What does it's, that even mean? I just. And like, if you're looking for something to motivate you, it does not motivate at all. This video is brutal. Um, but yeah, so other than having to watch that, I'm good. Cool. Well, I How will, I, I will, I, thank you for asking. I will take things into the serious zone for a moment. Uh, I attended the funeral on Sunday of our great aunt, Doris, Tia Doris, who is one of, not only was she our great aunt, but she is one of the great all-time aunts. And uh, she was extremely close to our mom and extremely close to our grandmother, Salunia, and herself a grandmother. Um, she was a Holocaust survivor. She survived escaping Cuba. And that was only in the first, like, third of her life. She then had, you know, another 60, 70 years of, of being an incredible mother and grandmother and aunt. And a lot of members of our family turned out. Uh, for it, and I was able to spend the day with mom and dad, and I wanted to just report on that. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, it was obviously sad saying goodbye to her, but it was very special celebrating her life with with all of our cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff, and um, and so that was that was a, an interesting, intense Sunday, and then um, it was followed by Shiva, which for those listening at home who are not Jewish, uh, is or not familiar with the custom, is uh, the seven days of mourning that take place after a Jewish funeral uh, you go to you go to somebody's house um, and, and you visit with the with the mourners and one of the great traditions of Shiva is the is the food right like if you ever if someone ever passes away in Jewish that you know that's Jewish you don't buy them flowers you buy them food and mm -hmm. there is something weird and cosmic about food at a Shiva it's sort of like it's always considering it's always the hardest and saddest times it is always the best food and leave it to you to no give. offense but to give us a review of the food at our dear aunt shiva so well i mean i i want to allow me mm -hmm. to allow me to just comment on some of the items number one there okay. was corned beef which you don't usually see at a shiva there's usually some lox and bagel but there was corned beef and you're up in the new jersey you know new york area so this was quality delicious corned beef sandwiches there was rye bread and now when i say rye bread it was not that like weird rye bread with too many caraway, caraway seeds that are in most of the delis in the united states that you know it's like stinky rye bread this was like the rye bread with that we used to have at the snowden deli in montreal like with that really nice yellow crispy crust there were of course delicious 
bagels, like New York, New Jersey area bagels, and uh, a lot of fruit. And I had, there were many, many desserts, but I had, you know those dry Shabbat cookies with the yeah, sprinkles? Sure. Yeah, Please, please, the best. Becky's they kind of like crumble in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Like you're not but sure Becky's, what's holding them together. What is the Becky's actual favorite. technical name of those cookies? Because Shabbat, I just, cookies. Shabbat cookies? Shabbat cookies, but I like Shabbat. look them up it's in like my kosher app. bakery, kosher bakery cookies. Uh, well, these were, these were phenomenal. And so I also think that was a great wow. tribute to our, our, our great aunt that the food was, you know, terrific. Um, I don't know how you move on to our podcast about movies and television after that but you, I'm, I'm, you are just, just, just talking about the food you're oh, not okay. even like, talking about anything about our aunt well i love our aunt and really sad and becky and i do have to say that we you know we joke that you're much of taylor and while you are it also means that in times like when becky and i can't get to a family event it's really important and we all know that like one of us can represent and so the fact that you were able to do that is amazing so and, thank you and i will say you guys really kept me company on on what was a long day of trains and driving because we have our little friday night movie text chain going and we were able to you know keep each other company yes, throughout the day. Oh, I, down the rabbit hole that stupid video you sent me and becky joined in later and she was like oh thank god i missed all of this <laughs> yeah like, maybe you, you could uh, maybe you could tell us what you watched on your train rides to and from because you had a couple hours to kill oh okay so yeah so let's see i so a couple of weeks ago i went to see wwe's monday night raw and I may have gone down a little bit of a wrestling rabbit hole and signed up for the free trial of the WWE oh Network gosh. app. Oh, shy. You get into something, no, you have man. A, you it have is no joke. Apps. It's enough with the app. <laughs> but you, you have an app for everything. Well, it's a free trial. So uh, on, the, on the way home. Did you have to put your credit card in? A little bit. Well, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on the way up, I, I mostly rested because I had to take the train at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And so, uh, or 6 o'clock in the morning, but I was up at like 4.30. So I slept most of the way. On the way back, though, WrestleMania 35 was actually happening. So I watched chunks of that. And that was very long, but entertaining. And I, you know, I will say, I don't know how long this phase will last. But uh, I I want to, you know, I... I the and this is not nostalgic from your youth. This is a new discovery as an adult that you're enjoying. Because you I, weren't that into wrestling as a kid. No, I watched it a little bit in the 80s during the 80s, early 90s kind of golden era of our childhood. Every, okay, in, in the 80s, as if anybody ever watched this at any other point in time. It's the 80s and then you just by yourself watching it now. That's it. There's nobody else. <laughs> no, it's huge. No, actually, Everyone is first watching of all, it. First of all, the I am the kidding. I can't believe how big it is. I mean, I'm not watching it and you're not watching it because the gutter palette stops somewhere. There is a rock bottom. <laughs> but there's a lot of people so, out there watching No, and now with the, Ronda Rousey, she's bringing some the take, like serious legitimacy some to Some cachet, the, if you will. The Take yes. Two Takedown podcast guys have been extremely supportive. Those guys, that is from the Take Two podcast. There's Tony and Brian, but then there's the crew that runs the specific wrestling episodes. They have been um, in touch and guiding me on which matches to catch up on and which specific episodes of other things to watch. And so 
I feel like I'm learning a little bit about what's happening now. And then my dear friend Mark Porter, who we ran into at the WWE Raw along with his um, fiance and a dear friend of ours, Carrie, uh, has also been texting me like updates on, on like what like, if I watch a match and I want to know. Well, look, all I can say is I'm glad you found people to enjoy this with. Because if you were doing this and like had no one to talk to about it, it would be really well. It sad. would not be fun to do it alone. So, but here's the here's the theory that I'm going to put forward to you. So. So this to me a lot of it is like the original reality TV in the sense that there was a time when people didn't know that these people were fake right when they but um, oh. there's a lot now now everybody knows it's like fake but uh, they used to play the characters essentially all the time and there's all these like odd beefs between people You're saying it's like the real housewives of Beverly Hills yeah. but not in a ring like, but but in a ring, in, in a ring, in a ring, with extremely to, athletic people. I feel like there's people. probably a similar amount of violence. On the yeah, yeah, it. exactly. But extremely athletic people doing very dangerous things. To be honest, the stunts are nuts. Um, and yeah, and did you see that? Well, we won't get into it. But that whole John Oliver bit about how like. They don't get health. Well, they no, don't think, get like health insurance. Leave life. it to me to get into wrestling the week after the John Oliver bit comes out, like trashing it. And everybody is telling you, yeah, so, "How could you support a terrible industry?" Oh my, I, I just, it's, anyways. So, the, but then the other interesting thing was that they had their first ever female main event, and they had three women battling for the joint wrestling titles of multiple different belts and things and that was pretty cool and ronda rousey was one of them lily one of your one of your uh, yeah and time ufc fighters so anyways so that is my that, that that that's what i spent a lot of that time watching the other thing that i've been watching nonstop is schitt's creek i'm in lons gets the i told you show once i got past the second once the first two episodes which are the setup of the show were decidedly not as good but once i hit episode three four five boom i'm already midway through the second season it is hilarious the friendship between the character david and stevie the lady who runs the hotel is one of the more amazing friendships i've seen on television it's so funny and eugene levy's and more and katherine o'hara are geniuses they're they're just absolute geniuses it's just like watching two amazing musicians just jam they're like these are the characters we're going to play on this show and it's going to be amazing and funny that's how i felt about forever with uh, fred armisen and maya Rudolph, it's just like these two totally brilliant comedians just being weird together. Yeah, really yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. way to describe it. And and I would say it is so good that it even overcomes the fact that Chris Elliott has a role on the show. And Chris Elliott is a funny person that I, I used to. Re- he played the he played um he played what's her name's dad on on um on How I Met Your Mother. What's the name of the redhead? I've blocked that channel. Allison Hannigan, mm-hmm. Allison Hannigan's character. She is like the I'm dead just gonna look dad. Oh, is Chris Elliott, is he the guy He's from... Abby Elliott's dad. Is he from oh, right. the one from something about Mary? About Mary, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All you have to say was something about Mary. So he's a talented and funny person, but I'm just tired of him playing like a, a gross, like local gross person and he's playing that role like once again you know like that, right. that guy who's the mayor well, that mayor mayor really? of the town who like always sticks his hand in your food kind of character Ugh. And, and it's just gross you know i always think of i have a white hat on my eyeball right right exactly <laughs> It's, it's it's ever since that role they're like whatever's gross we're gonna make him do and so ugh, gags makes me gag and so he, he's actually pretty good in it um but at first he's the fir- he's one of the first characters you're introduced to on the show, and you're just like, ah, oh, 
is this really going to be good? Because this is like going to have a lot of just typical Chris Elliott stuff. But no, the show is really good. It is really lovable. Has a lot of good characters. Very funny. And Can it, people it, find it because it isn't on like the most random. It's on, some, it's on something I'm called. Sure I has an app for it. Pop. What app? It's, it's on Netflix. Is what I'm watching it on. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's well, on. But it, it is being created on by something called Pop Goes the Weasel or something like that. That's right. It's right. Probably from like made up network that hopefully like now, yeah, uh, which uh, happens uh, to so many shows that Netflix gives them like a resurgence of life because people have access to them. Yeah. So I'm sure Pop is like local television in Manitoba or something like that. But now it's but so they have that. And then the other show that I watched one episode of but I can't want to wait to watch more of is Tacoma FD delivered. It is starring the guy who plays Max, Steve Lemmy. And I'm so happy that you like it. I was like going to be really Ke- sad if it was Ke- Kevin Heffernan, um, who played Farva. They play the uh, the top two firemen at a very boring fire department. So it's a lot of the jokes that you love about Super Troopers and like pranks and things like that. But it's uh, but it's a little bit more, I would say, family friendly of a show. It's a little bit less edgy, but it's also quite quite funny. And uh, just to give you an idea of one of the bits in the first episode, the Farvik character is actually uh, the guy that Kevin Heffernan plays is like the captain who just got promoted to be the captain. So he's trying to like make sure everything is going well, but he's also still buddies with so, all the different. So he's not playing Farvik. No, no, he's not playing Farvik. Hmm. He's playing like a nice, responsible guy who just got be, just got to be That's promoted. Refreshing. Got to be playing prom- against type. Yeah, although he's kind of Ophi. <laughs> he's kind of Ophi. But yeah, he was sort of like the one of the guys. Right from like the one movie he's in. <laughs> Whatever. Well, anyway, so he. But it's so, true. I mean, it's such a memorable character. It's hard. He, he plays the boss. And then Steve Lemmy, who plays Mac, plays essentially Mac, who is the. He was the second in command of the fire department, who's like the chief trickster who wants his old buddy to still be a trickster with him. But he has to be. But Farva has. But Kevin Heffernan has to be serious now. And so. To, to play a prank on Kevin Heffernan's character, uh, Steve Lemmy's character takes frozen shrimp from like Costco and unscrews the top of his unscrews the seat of his chair and hides it in like the pipe of the middle of the oh chair God. in his office. And so, like, as the episode keeps going on, he keeps coming back to his office, being like, "Oh my God!" And he's like, starts tearing apart the office looking for. The shrimp smell. <laughs> anyway, it has a good. Um, it has where a good... can people find that show? What it's, app do you need to watch that one? That one right. is on something what, called what True TV. I have never heard of it Which in my life. It's also made up. That's so annoying. Like, why are so there's when we were kids there was two channels. Now there's a million channels and like seventeen thousand apps you need to watch a show. <laughs> They should just put everything on Netflix. Give me a break. Everything should just go on Netflix. So, so if you have a TV provider, which I have, you can just watch it on demand. So we're just watching it on DirecTV. Hey, nobody has demand. it anymore, Shy. You live it's in the 80s. It's not a thing. Do you also have a landline? He does. I'm sure he has a landline. Probably is two. Probably the fax line. He has, he has a fax line. Shy has a fax just so he can Instead be like, we have a fax. I, I'm keeping it real in the 90s. So where do people see the show? On True TV. In 2019. <laughs> Don't tell me you made up stations. Use the dial-up modem in Shy's house. <laughs> you don't have already, if you're recommending a show on this podcast, you have to have already the secondary app that people can watch it on. 
I, I maybe right. it's available on Hulu. I, I'll check while while you're you guys. You're telling me you have actual Truth TV, and that's how you're the only person that's seen this show. <laughs> no, no, no. It just comes <laughs> you on your. Create a show. What do they expect? Nobody to watch it. Well, they say no I, one's I, watching I, our show. No one can find it. I think it's the most popular show on True TV now, which makes me happy because it looks relatively inexpensive to make, and that means we'll get a lot of episodes of it. Well, that happened to me with um, what's the what's that show we loved? The MMA show, I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, Kingdom. Yeah. I I can't watch I can't watch the second half of it. Of I can't watch the last season because it's literally not available anywhere ever. Nope. The only Old place city. you can find it is on Region Four Australian DVDs. I found it on eBay. That is the only thing, and I'm afraid to order them oh, because shit, you I don't go to the like far reaches. I eh, have the. I I still haven't seen the last season, and it's or like the second half of the last season. The the it. DVD probably won't work on our DVD players, is what you're saying. Well, I right, I think it might work on a computer's DVD player, but you might have to change the region. You can change the region, which is but not. But not have DVD players. Region to Australia, and your computer's not going to give a shit because you're never going to use it. Who uses this DVD? Also, who has a DVD, DVD player? player in their computer? That's not a thing anymore. Oh, no, no, I have three DVD players. Two of them are Blu-ray players. One of them can switch to the region. Those are just the ones for my computer. I'm not even including the. Anyways, yeah, so it's a Region 4 DV. Why do we still have Regions? Also, don't you feel like if someone went into your house, it would be, or like your your technical setup could be like a time capsule for all technology of like the last 30 I have, years. I'm staring right here at a v, VCR. I got a VCR in my office here. No one would know what year it is if they walked into my, your house. My kids, my kids found a bunch of tapes. Josh gave me his old tapes because he wants me to digitize them, uh, like his old mixes that he made for girlfriends and things like that. And you just said yes because you have nothing better to do? No, no, it's just in the backlog of things. And the to backlog? Do so, yeah, there's a backlog <laughs> of the projects, and it's, it's, it's on the stack over here. And the kids saw them, Josh, and they were no like, shame. Oh, And my. also super smart. The, I mean, kids, the, kid, the kids saw them, and they were like, Oh my god, Daddy has one of these. They didn't even know the name of it. These are so fancy. Oh wow. Well, uh, let's keep in mind. Do you remember having to wait until the song came on the radio that you wanted, and, and then, then you'd have your tape in the, in the boombox or whatever you could record? And you'd have the yeah. beginning of the whatever radio announcer was? An ad, yeah, what, or whatever. What is the song for? you did that for? Because I have some funny ones oh, that I did it for. Gosh. Oh man. I don't know. Tell us some, and some will come okay. to my mind. So I did it, I the... did it for oh. Sugar Sugar by the Archies on Oldies 990. <laughs> I did it for Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby, the and yeah, the like the radio edit version. And I really want. Oh, to Wonderwall say... by Oasis. I remember doing oh, it wow. to Wonder for Wonderwall. And I don't know if you remember that song. I think it was called like Betty Boop doing the dupe or whatever it was called. It was when when 990 hits first started, 980 hits. I don't know. It was it was whatever in Montreal. The, the song was a hit. Becky, do you have one that you did it to, or were you already um, were you already too old to use the regular? Well, she was probably doing it. We were probably doing it together. No, we we're probably doing it together. And then I mean, I remember that. making mixtapes only like throughout. You know. So the name uh, like of the late song. School, the name of the school. song is Betty Boo doing the do. Yeah, I was just looking for it now. Betty Boo doing the do. <laughs> well, if only you could buy the rights and then have it appear on us on the podcast now. 
Yeah. If you had the rights, you can't figure out how to put a song in here somehow. Yet you have a server that has like 10 other servers and backups just in case you have a power failure at your house. You can't insert a song into this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I mean, now, you have your limits. We get it. Now, I'm not the only one suffering. We know that Vlad, our dear brother-in-law, Lily, um, is at home suffering. Becky, you want to give us the update and maybe kick oh, off so, our, yeah. our Rex RX segment? So, I mean... A week ago, he's suffering now, but the reason he's suffering is because he did not take his recovery time seriously. I took his recovery time seriously, and I watched lots of shows. So he—it's <laughs> actually really bad. So he had his wisdom teeth removed a week ago today. Poor guy, you know, it was all swollen with the ice packs and the gauze pads and the medicine, brought him home, and we, you know, immediately dove into some shows watch we actually got a few a few great things under our belt and i was sad to say that after one day he's like no i'm feeling pretty good and he like went about his business and i definitely stayed home for two full days watching shows i was not messing around i wanted to make sure i was recovered from his trauma um of course he's now still in pain and he's suffering and i'm like you need another recovery day you need to just like relax and watch shows so we watched a few things i'm curious though in this scenario knowing that you are on pain medication so you're a little sleepy you're a little loopy um and you're definitely not going anywhere, but you need to be able to take breaks and nap. What would you guys recommend in this very particular Rex RX situation? So I'm going to, so when I got my wisdom teeth out, I got all four done in the same day. They were pulled out and the, you know, there wasn't, as opposed to what, as opposed to surgery where you go under, I was oh. awake mm. and in Canada, they oh, only give do you they like, have to like cut the bone where you impacted. No, 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 no. They just, they do no, then, then they have I to have surgery yeah. and, and, and they just gave me some like Advil and sent me home. Yep. And the, one of the things that can happen is that your saliva can mix with the blood and make it look like you're like bleeding out. You're going to have mouth. to put a disclaimer now on the front of this episode. Wait, like, I was thinking good about it. that. I was thinking about that day. So, so you guys all went out to like history night Becky, at, your, no, at your it was school. Be, yeah, it was history night at school and it was <laughs> Becky's history night. We're like, God, Becky, do you remember we did to perform or something? You were doing something. Oh, I remember. Me. I remember history night very well. I and cannot believe you guys remember like, so Oh, I remember it. So, who did you have to be? No, I got to, you got to play whatever historical character you wanted in the entire who world. And I was like, I played Audrey Hepburn. I was like, it could be oh. any historical character I wanted. That's yeah, very that cool. So familiar. Becky's and we all Audrey... went out to Becky's thing and you were home. Because I just got my wisdom teeth out. And I went into the bathroom to look at, like, to check out the For situation. A as a teenager, yeah. And... Blood just starts like pouring out of my mouth. You like hemorrhaged. No, I didn't <laughs> no, hemorrhage. No, he didn't. It was just a normal amount of blood, I, but just no. in a Corman household. <laughs> so, no, shy. I remember coming home with mom, and there were like handprints, like soft. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It was like of blood on the, the wall and on the bathroom mirror, and you weren't there. No, I because I fainted because I was so yeah, stressed, and, and I and I was collapsed and in the bathtub, screaming because it looked like someone came in and murdered you. <laughs> and so, I I it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was in the so, I'm laying down in the bathtub. There's like blood everywhere. <laughs> laying and, in the bathtub. So much so, so much so that mom, we knew the dentist personally, and mom invited the dentist, like, had the dentist come over to the house to check on me. Invited. I like how you say mom invited <laughs> the dentist. So how do we think that conversation really went? And by the time he came over, of course, it was, like, totally fine, and everything was dried up. And I was like, oh, no, everything's fine now. And he said, yeah, because I told you, you weren't really bleeding. It was just your saliva and blood. So, anyways, so because of that, I'm going to recommend movies that are a little bit on the violent side. 
but okay, that makes sense. Also, require that, that, that they're the kind of movie where you can nod off, and they have sort of episodes to them in a sense. Like you can watch them in sections if you like. So one of them I'm going to suggest. This is old school, eighties, eighties, maybe seven, no, early eighties, and this is the original Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you kind of like be in it. I'm gonna gonna see your Conan and raise you a Willow. Oh, okay. Well, Willow's a better choice by far. Willow's a better choice. Willow's a better choice by far. You could definitely take naps during it because you've seen it enough times. And then it's just once. You're not stuck in like a trilogy. Willow. Willow is peak Val Kilmer. Forget the Iceman. Forget Heat. The Saint is like a Kilmer renaissance that I wish lasted longer than the Saint, but. That's true, but Mad Mardigan, the greatest swordsman who ever lived. It, it is. You Kilmer. want him to take out your wisdom teeth. He's so Eek. good with those blades. Yeah, Kilmer, for sure. And then another one I would recommend, along the same lines, again, these are movies where you're going to be sort of zapped on painkillers, so they're kind of sprawling, and if you miss a little bit, it doesn't really matter. You might not know what's going on, but you also don't care. So I'm going to also go with The Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, we just... Oh. We just watched uh, another Fast Fast and Furious 7, which I have to say, we, we end every time we watch a Fast and the Furious, we can't remember which one we're on. <laughs> so we start watching the previous one, and they're like, oh, no, no, we've seen this one. <laughs> but Vin Diesel has at different times really showed how awesome he can be and as the Riddick character in Chronicles of Riddick, he was uh, he was pretty awesome. The movie is uneven at best but again if i was drifting in and out of sleep with tooth pain i'd want to watch some of those different scenes all right those are great recommendations which i had called you in advance but but i would say conan is a much better movie than people remember it's just a it's just a it's just way darker the original one not conan the destroyer conan the destroyer is not a good movie but conan the barbarian is is pretty cool what about what about you what did you guys watch so we ended up watching this um, Australian comedy. It's a little bit serious. It's a little bit of a drama, but also a comedy. A dramedy? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's very quirky. The main character is very odd. He's, he's a very kind of like odd character. It's called Please Like Me. Um, and it's definitely a good show to watch with the mood we were in. Because I think if we were just sitting down in the evening be like, oh, let's put on an episode, we really wouldn't have watched more than one. I mean, it's good. It's, it's definitely good. But it just, Vlad wouldn't have been into it enough. And it didn't, at the end of the episode, I wasn't like, oh, I need to see what happens next. But if you're just sitting on your couch all day, you're like, yeah, I'd watch this whole season, six episodes, knock it out. He kept napping. He didn't really care. It was entertaining enough for me. And I actually, it was quite good. So we watched that. And then once he was feeling a little bit more alert, we started Orphan Black because he's never seen it. Oh, she so that's like it a good watching one it? Where it's oh, like you're fun. feeling better and you're alert, but you're still in pain, so you don't want to do anything. That's a great one. You're just hanging out and you're just going to like tear through a bunch of episodes. I recommend when we did RX for somebody, I think, I don't know if it was for, um, um, oh my God, Nancy, who's on Matt leave or something. Mm-hmm. I, and like, uh, that's the one that I recommended. I think that's a great, yeah. Like stay at home show. Yeah. Kind of plow through. Yeah. Cool. We're, we're, so what else are you watching Beck? What else am I watching these days? Okay. So I saw, please like me. I saw Shazam on opening night. Got a babysitter and everything. 
Um, that was very exciting. Well, I mean, our friend Joey came over and watched her. I mean, I bought him Thai food. Quick, quick, quick buy renter man on Shazam. Bye. That's going to be my review. I have some caveats with it. Like, I don't, you know, I think it suffers from a couple of the superhero movie problems, which is just that it's really long with, like, a lot of backstory. And then somehow with all the backstory, there are still some, like, very obvious plot holes where you're like, why did you spend all that time on A when you could have just spent three minutes on B and everything would have made more sense? But with that... But but it doesn't have that thing that all the superheroes have where I say, like, they're in the writer's room and they're all just like, and then we'll do that. And then we'll do that. That's not no, the issue. No, I think it's a pretty straightforward story. I think it follows, like, a very okay. good arc. I loved the characters. I love the fact that it, you know, at the core of it, it's really about friendship. It's not, uh, you know, and, and it's got some great lessons in it. It's really funny. It's very sweet. I think it's it's a little bit scary, but it is a wonderful movie to watch with kids like it's something you can enjoy on your own but actually it's a really great uh story to share with uh with with like you know so, younger generation yeah, you should take so, your kids very, to go see no, it because, no because no, oh, whereas i think with like yeah. with with you infinity should, should war, no no what i think with infinity war what a lot of people talk about is like wait so you just killed all the superheroes but who is yeah, i don't know how you're supposed to explain that one to kids right such who's bullshit. This whereas i think this one is really functions on like the opposite end of that spectrum where they don't kill all the superheroes at the end superheroes, and it really feels That's like the story, like you know that yeah that it well, was just it was great so, and it was yeah so that's awesome how was zachary levi he was everything you wanted he he meets and then exceeds the expectations he's funny and endearing he's definitely bringing chuck to the table you know i think if you're a fan of chuck you're you're watching you're going this is exactly what i want to see and if you've never seen chuck before now you know why you should go watch the series um and i he's also playing a really Which, by the way by the way it's a great people who are listening show. on itunes say, on chuck I, is an ultimate rx rec rx chuck by the way people on itunes i saw this week is on sale for twenty dollars all five seasons that's the deal. Buy Do it. it. Buy it, buy it, Do buy it. it. You will never, ever, ever regret that. I, I right. Honestly, I own it already, and I'm, like, annoyed. I want to just buy it again. I don't want to buy it just to have it in my account. Yeah. Like, season one's a little is like a little bit like dated all goofy. season ones of shows like all season one but it's also like a little bit dated in its goofiness but it's really worth it okay so so but the thing with zachary levi is that he's playing we, this is not a surprise to anyone right with the characters no because that's in the preview he's playing a 14 year old boy and Ooh, that's what that, shazam is about that's what shazam is about and so and so and so i think that's why he's really perfect for it because he can he's embody so that Seeness, um, that teenageness really, really well, and and it, I think in that respect it was really, really well done. The fact that it is about kids in a way that it feels like it's about kids um, more so than you know even Homecoming than Spider Man Homecoming, where it's about well, a teenager, but I it's feel like, like a very story. We should regroup once Shy and I have seen it and like do like yeah. a more in depth. Uh... Well, in what six months? A year? When's no, it coming out on your video store? Five years. It's really cute. What, what, what do they call it in Spain? I guess it's called just Shazam. I'm actually going to look it up right and now. How do you pronounce Shazam in Espanol? Shazam. Shazam, I guess. But Shazam is, is an acronym. It is probably, like, it's called, probably but called it's an acronym. Shazam. 
la historia ¿Eh? del niño pequeño que es un superhéroe grande. Shazam is an acronym. For It's what? Not, he says it. Uh, the old guy says it. Hercules and and Zeus, Zeus and Mercury oh, and like those yeah. are all and Solomon the wisdom of Solomon the strength of Hercules like that's where they got the name Shazam from oh, got it song you got it got it got it that did not come across the, the other Shazam movie no you're, you're thinking so Shazam with Shaquille O'Neal yeah that's different but this is great so I'm launching movie, that right? and then I've also started the new season of Veep which I talked about a couple weeks ago and I have to say It is absolutely fantastic, but it's the type of season where I think you only really get how funny it is if you've seen all the other seasons. I, or and you have like a base with it because the way the characters talk, the politics of what's going on, the storylines are, you have to have that build up. So wonderful season, not for just jumping in on it. so it's, it's a lot, it's really a lot like better. A, it's really so. like a farewell to the fans in a way. Yeah. I like mean, a victory it's, lap. the way it's written. I, I, I I don't know if it's like a. But I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a really good season seven. I feel like a season that makes sense. Like a show at that point is should not be catering to new audience members. Yeah, it's, like it's great, it's, it and, it and, I, and I think be. that's where it's doing really well is that it's not trying to like add in something new and exciting that you didn't need before. It's the or an unnecessary. It feels twist. like it's wrapping up the storylines of the different characters, um, and it's great. Yeah. So far, I mean, it's only two episodes in, but I'm laughing very hard. And Lily, what are you watching other than Randy Macho Man Savage inspirational videos? Um, well, I have like a Rec RX situation for Becky's brought this subject up before. When you're in a situation, maybe with in laws or like visitors at your house for five days, six days a week, and you don't like, I don't know if this happens to other people, but I, you know, still work all day and like still like to not break my routine of like making my tea and watching my show at night, <laughs> even though I've got, I mean, it's nice to talk to your guests, obviously, but like once you talk uh, to I'm them, to you're kind of like, totally, I'm totally with you. You're just like, I just want to watch a show. So we've gotten to the habit and Becky's mentioned this, like when she's been with her in-laws for a week, like what, what show could we all watch together? And you want me, Becky started Outlander, but I've had a particular conundrum and I've brought this up on the show of having my mom-in-law in town just for five days, six days. I can't deal with trying to find a movie every night to watch that I'm willing to watch dubbed because she only watches stuff in Spanish. So that's just way too stressful. So I instead have to find a quick six to eight up show that has some sort of mystery or thriller that is not too scary for me because I don't like horror Um, that we can knock out an episode every night. And then because she doesn't have Netflix or anything like that, when she goes home, we can finish it before she leaves. <laughs> so it's like I think little... yeah. if it doesn't exist yet, just give it a couple months. It will eventually exist. There's so much content being created. I think, in fact, is... put in your ask now, and I'm sure Netflix will make it. This is true. But I've found for our situation a quick fix of the show The Sinner, which I think I brought back up Wait, last time. You brought time. that up last time. Yeah. She was visiting, and we watched season one. And now that she's visiting, we're watching season two. That's pretty um, sure. And it's interesting. What about, it's what like about a show where you, where you don't need to follow the story, where it's something like an unscript, like a queer eye type thing? Maybe there's like a paranormal. I mean, they are more into things where somebody's thing. murdered, and like. But, but they want to see the murder. Stories? But they want to see the murder. They don't want to like have true. it happen off oh. camera. Oh. Right. This is a good point too, Shai. Yes. 
Um, but maybe, yes, Becky, that could be a good option of, like, one of those, like, you know, the O.J. stories or one of these, like, Yeah, what about the Versace Wait, one? Wait, who, who's O.J.? Yeah. That's about, like, a Lily, serial killer. No, Lily, who's O.J.? I said O.J. O.J.? O.J.? You said O.J. What about, what about, what about the Versace one? Isn't he a serial killer? Actually, right, exactly. Actually, the Versace yeah. show gets, we, we eventually stopped watching it. It gets pretty right. graphic. Right, we talked about this. But, but the point is that I find, you know, I'd like someone to send me a list of a bunch of these shows that fit my criteria, and I've so far found two. Well, two seasons of The Sinner has gotten gotten the job done. So that's what we're watching. It's good. If you like a mystery show, it's a what done it, not a who done it. So if you're what into that kind of thing. It? A what done it? Yeah, because, or why done it? Sorry, not what. Why done it, not who done it. It begins with you seeing the murder and you know who does the murder. You just don't know why they've done it. And they don't oh. they don't know or they don't tell you. And Bill oh. Pullman has to figure it out. Bill There's Pullman? A, yeah. I like a good Bill Pullman and a beard. Oh, Bill Pullman and he has a beard? Yeah. Hey, you're, you're, you had me at Bill Pullman. eight episodes. You should have led with, I watched episodes. a show where Bill Pullman has a beard. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I also, where's the pullman essence? I want to see that guy in like maybe a rom-com. Wait, a rom-com? He, he was so good in while you were sleeping. Mm. He had a chance. He was in, he was in let's, most important, he was in Spaceballs. I mean, think about how long that guy's career has been and how much he looks Steady the same. It. Do you feel like we're getting sidetracked here talking about Bill, Bill Pullman? Pullman? No, I don't Maybe. think. I mean, That's I why the podcast exists. I, I will say that I'm excited to see, um, have you guys heard of the movie called Little that's coming out? Mm-hmm. Um, it is the yeah, oh you, yeah 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 with Issa youngest Ray, right? yeah with Issa Rae the youngest executive producer of all time. It's like a fourteen year old girl. She's that producer? she wrote it. I think she wrote it, and she's she wrote the screenplay with somebody. It was her pitch. She took a pitch to the studio with her parents, and they picked it up. And she's executive producing it, and she's the youngest executive producer of all time. And I've heard oh. I Ray do an interview about it, and she's like a little black girl. Again, I'm Issa. pretty sure it's Issa, not Issa Ray. Issa Ray. It's pretty amazing. A young What's African. It it's a reverse big. So <laughs> Regina Hall, who's pretty funny. I think she's pretty funny. Regina Hall is like nasty, like high-powered boss who's just like mean to everybody. Issa Ray is her. Mm-hmm. I said that. Is her assistant who just gets like abused by her. And she's, like, super obnoxious to everybody, Regina Hall, and gets, like, a spell put on her, and she wakes up as a 14-year-old um, or, like, a, a kid. Or, like, I don't know if she's, like, 12 or whatever. And Issa Rae has to be her, like, in her stead at work because she obviously, like, she shows up to work as a 14-year-old in, like, a pantsuit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody takes her seriously because she's a kid. And so, like, she has to then go to high school. So it's like a reverse big. It looks really cute. Oh, okay. Do you think they'll, like do you think they'll dance on a piano? I mean, I don't think they'll go that far, but it's a serendipitous situation. I'm like, uh, you know, every one of few years, I need like a movie like that, like a 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. 13 going on 30. I love that movie. Oh, I like that one. No, no. Which is My the one? My favorite movie. Which is the one with Efron and Matthew Perry? 17 again. That That's one, depressing. That one is underrated. Is I like that one. Depressing love that one, though. Yeah, because it's like we need Matthew to, Perry. All right, we will be back at some point just to talk about age swap movies. The big, 
Yeah. Yeah, that big, could be that would be a great song. one. Let's get yeah, a guest we'll on for that one. That's a good one. Like maybe someone who's really old but still looks young. We can have like them Tom on as a guest. We should have Tom Hanks on. Yeah, I think he's, he looks age appropriate. Let's see. Oh, maybe that again. I guess he can't come on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> he's busy. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any shout outs for this week? I do. I want to give a shout out to my friend Kendall Sager. To her bees, Kendall's Kendall's bees and Sager Family Farms. Kendall is an urban beekeeper. That's what I'm going to call it. She's an urban beekeeper and she has a little backyard farm in her house, at her house, where she has some of her bees that she keeps. She keeps bees all over the city, actually, at different people's homes. And she harvests, she said, about a ton of, one ton of honey every year. And she teaches educational classes on bees and beekeeping and making honey and then she also has some like chickens and she's going to be getting some like uh, some like baby lambs coming up and um, we went over and we visited her and she let us pet the chickens and she gave us some eggs to come home with and so we bought all the honey. how is how is kendall buzzington going to hear this i'm guessing she's not like doesn't have instagram oh, oh she is Instagram. She doesn't we have can like tag safe family ele- farms. Oh, okay, all right. So it's not like they don't have electricity or Shy only wants to urban do shout outs to people who will hear them. She lives in the city. No oh, it's ur- urban. urban. She's a beat. She's and like no lives. Celebrity. She lives like on a normal residential street and has like like the the hives that she keeps. She's like an she's she's like just lives out here. I would like to know what insurance you have to have to have that many bees in your house. No, no, she doesn't have that many in her house. She like she spreads them out amongst other people's homes who like are volunteer yeah. bee hosts yeah. for her. It's really cool, actually. And like, oh, yeah, weren't, and it's actually super important stuff. because like all the bees are yeah, dying and feed them. Yeah. She's doing some really important environmental but, work. But how how do you the go honey? there and not worry oh, about God. getting the honey? Is on another level. The honey but, is like what about I, I have been eating the honey by the spoonful. <laughs> eating guys, it by the spoonful. First of all, that sounds amazing. I really want fresh honey. So what about the sting? Bring me some in LA. Bring, bring me some honey. Bring me some in LA. Yeah. Second of all, do you guys remember mom was so good at helping us make snacks even more junky than they already were? Do you remember when we didn't have Honey Nut Cheerios, but she'd let you just pour honey all over your Cheerios? And you'd be oh, like scraping like, honey off the bottom I was like, I will not allow bowl. you to eat this cereal without tons of sugar pour added. sugar on your cereal and oh, on yeah. all your fruit like yeah, we used to get i used to yeah you'd be able to take powder, like a sugar bowl powdered sugar i'm now sure watering thinking about this you, you'd put, you'd, but what about the stinging i'm concerned like it's not a thing to worry about going to visit with like bees no. flying around when you go visit her no no well first of all the hives i think are like she might have even sealed them when we came like i don't know how that works but no i didn't even see a bee it was cold that day so they're all like burrowing inside <laughs> yeah bee. I mean, for all I know, it's just like someone in boxes. She keeps some bee suits around. I don't know. Maybe she's buying the honey at Costco. No, I'm kidding. She's not. It's really, it's her own. It sounds very cool. It was such a cool experience. Um, And I want to keep taking Miri back to visit her and uh, and see all the animals. And it was just a super cool experience. That is is super cool. Buzzington Family Farms. Oh no, Sager family. Sager, Sager family. I just made up Buzzington. You just rebranded it. Just rebranded. Uh, Welcome. What about Kendall. you, Lily? Any shout outs? I mean, I'm not going to be like Becky and pretend. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this week Becky had one. But like, Be- I could shout out to my mother in law, but she's not going to hear this podcast because it's in English. 
So thanks, mom and mom, for coming and saving our lives during this work week. But she won't listen, so she doesn't let you shout out to people who don't hear the podcast. You're just going to cut that part. So I am going to shout out to the great musician Rachel Levinson, who I've mentioned before. I took our eldest child down for an evening of bonding down at the D.C. Wharf, and Rachel runs the open stage, open mic (laughs) at Union Stage, which is a cool music venue down by the wharf. And she dedicated a song for uh, for my older child in front of like a whole bar of people and it was a really special song from her EP and the song is called Dreaming and it's beautiful she's got an incredible voice and writes beautiful lyrics and she's extremely talented I mentioned her before people should people should check her out uh, and with that uh Lily, since your microphone is not muted, I think that's what you're asking me just now. So that my mute button is broken. Oh, it's possible. Uh, since you are not muted, mm-hmm. where can people follow you? Chichi K Gomez on Twitter. And Becky, where? And can... this podcast. <laughs> Which oh. you're probably you're listening. listening to. You're doing a good you job. Follow me on Twitter at Paper BK Princess. And you can follow me at Pancake4Table. You can follow Friday Night Movie at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And you can meet us in person and hang out. At, well, you probably know us if you listen to this, but you can see us podcast in person at the All-Star Comic Con, June 7th, 8th, and 9th, Tyson's Corner, Virginia. The music from What Does It Eat will kick in and we will dance. And thank you guys for an awesome episode. Bye. I have a better answer to how are you doing. No, you can do it <laughs> yeah. now and I'll and I'll just put it as the outtake afterwards. Okay, so I'm actually I think You're I've just been just gonna talk about Mary's sleep just, schedule. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. No, I actually I didn't say that, Becky. thinking about it, but I'm hosting like my first big Passover. I'm gonna have like sixteen people. I'm cooking the whole thing and I'm very stressed about the menu. Do I do a brisket? Do I do a braised lamb? Would I even have enough room to do all the lamb I'd need to make? Maybe it's better to make a brisket. I, I'm this, like, this this this, like this isn't tech. Egypt three thousand BC. You don't have to do a lamb. I think a brisket is just fine. <laughs> Do a brisket. He loves to always one up it with a lamb. Right. I'll just do a brisket. What I have some of... ideas. I have some ideas. I think a brisket is because you can't just make one meat. You have to make a second meat. So then for the chicken. Yeah, but then you got to pick a white I... meat. Yeah, and I'm gonna do like a chicken. But then exactly, you got to do like a lighter meat. So I have this other idea for like a chicken thing that's actually gonna be these like herb zucchini little sliders that'll be like lighter and a little bit, you know. Anyways, it's I'm a little bit stressed about the menu. I spend a lot of time making lists and is mom making breakfast. chopped liver? No, I'm mom's arriving like a half an hour before the seder. I'm making chopped liver. Mm, very cool. I've made it now a few times, so I know what I'm doing. Who's making matzo brai? Mom's gonna make matzo brai the next day, and I think mom's gonna be bringing some of her gefilte fish. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Lily, what are you doing for Passover? I'm gonna do my own seder here. Is and... I gonna come and lead it? I wish. Oh my gosh. 
I wish, but it's also like a four-day weekend here. So everybody's like peacing out because it's uh, Easter here. People get Thursday and Friday off. So it's a four-day holiday. So we're going to have... At that point, um, everyone just takes the whole week off, right? Yeah, pretty much. Most people I know are going as of Monday. They're leaving town. Or this weekend, they're leaving town. Um, so yeah, it's always a holiday in Spain. But we're going to have um, our good friends over. And maybe like a few, you know, we there's like a new... A Jew that we may have met here, so like that, an Israeli that moved here, so we'll invite um, possibly some some new folk and have a friend, our family friends over and do like a small seder, mostly for kids. And uh, mom and dad brought me tons of matzah, so I got the matzah, got got the matzah ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, on a, I'm on a real golden um, uh, graham cracker kick. I just want to share that with you guys. Wait, like Ryan golden, golden grams the food or, or honey-made graham no, crackers? No, graham crackers. Sorry, like honey-made made graham crackers. Right. Like graham. cinnamon or plain? weird Spanish translation of it right now. I don't They're just so golden and beautiful looking. Oh, and yeah. Ryan do you, you, you call a plain or a cinnamon? Ooh. I'm a plain oh. girl. I'm a plain, but I feel like there is an occasion for a cinnamon. Like yeah, it, but it's generally like I'm a plain. Shy, generally, I'm good with the plain. So... Plain is so good. But wait, Shy and I, we talked about how it's so, I love it, like, fresh out of the packet, and Shy likes it, like, a few days open, so it's, like, a bit soggy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, love, I, I, I like graham but crackers wait, after they sat for a while and moist. Mom and for Passover graham crackers, because you're, like, you're really awesome. into these lately. No, thanks, guys. Like, you can make s'mores. All right, on this note, I got to go eat some lunch. I got to say, s'mores is a very, if you can find a kosher Passover graham cracker. Kosher Passover graham cracker. They brought me. You guys could do s'mores. For Passover. Um, people are bringing desserts to my house. I was like, no, it was like, like the everyone can bring family. wine and dessert, and we'll, and I'll take so, it. When do children have to keep kosher for Passover? Always. Do they? They don't yeah, have to, like, wait till they're, br- like, as, as soon like, as they're old enough to not eat, like, mush. Like, what, what do children eat that's not kosher for Passover? Pasta, like, every single day of his life. Oh, well, is, yeah. other- they have to take a break from that. Just really? I mean, Just I don't know if your kid does. He's young enough that it's not a big deal. Gluten-free pasta. Put it this way. At the, at the point that they know the story of Passover, they definitely can't be eating bread and okay. Passover. Okay. He definitely doesn't know the story of Passover. Uh, but I have in our Amazon account Rugrats Passover. It is. We watched it. Him and I watched it together. It's amazing. All the times I tried to together. explain my kids the Passover story, one episode of Rugrats, and they 100% got yeah. it. Yeah. 